It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. For the love of Pete, it's something you might say when your car gets damaged, but that won't get you the help you need for your vehicle. As someone named Jake, what you should be saying is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. For help filing your claim 24-7, whether it's on the phone, online, or on the award-winning State Farm mobile app, however you choose. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Kings, your daily podcast on the Sacramento Kings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it is that time. Time for another episode of Locked on Kings. Ladies and gentlemen, we have ourselves a wild rumor Monday as the NBA is coming back with a bang. Not only is this draft week, but the trade market is opening back up. And if you're like me, you've been constantly refreshing your Twitter feed, looking for updates from Shams, from Woj. And we've been, of course, closely paying attention to see if anything is coming out involving the Sacramento Kings, what Monty McNair might do. One rumor has come out, a report of Buddy Heald wanting out of Sacramento. Of course, if you followed the Kings and listened to Locked On Kings over the last couple of months, that won't surprise you at all. We will discuss that today. Plus, the Pacific Division, the Western Conference, they just keep getting more difficult for the Sacramento Kings as it sounds like a deal is done between the Suns and the Oklahoma City Thunder to put Chris Paul in Phoenix. That means the Kings will have to face Paul and the Suns likely four times as is common uh, during a normal season against your divisional opponents, but we'll have to wait and see when the schedule eventually does come out. So much to talk about, so much to fill you in on. Let's get into it on today's episode of the Locked On Kings podcast. Hello everybody, welcome into Locked On Kings, your podcast hub for Sacramento Kings coverage all regular season and all off season. If you're looking for in-depth analysis, game-by-game breakdowns, highlights, interviews with local and national experts, full coverage of the Sacramento Kings from January through December. This is the place for you, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. My name is Matt George. I have the privilege of being your host here. I've been a Sacramento sports radio host for the last six years and looking forward to covering season number seven, both as an on-air host and a multimedia journalist. And I told you, I said everything was going to get chaotic really quickly with a normally three or four month off season being compacted into 
basically a month. Now, of course, we've had a couple of months since Kings basketball, but now that we know about the NBA season, that it will be happening starting December 22nd, everything is being crammed in and thrown at us. These next few weeks are going to be crazy. Like I said, the draft is coming on Wednesday, uh, which is exciting. I am going to talk about as well on today's podcast uh, who I selected at number 12 overall in our Locked On Podcast Network mock draft, which is still going on right now. We went through the entire Higher first round, every single podcast host or local podcast made their selection for their team, including trades. Uh, and I'll talk about what I ended up doing with the Kings, the decision that I made uh, later on in this podcast. But let's start with this Buddy Healed rumor. It's not really a rumor, it's more of a report, not the most established source, I guess you can say, but that does not mean that this information is unreliable. In fact, it makes a lot of sense based off of Buddy Heald's past. Buddy Heald reportedly wants out of Sacramento. Nothing new there. He's made that very clear over the last couple of months. But apparently, Buddy Heald prefers Dallas as a landing destination. There have been videos of him working out in Dallas with Willie Cauley-Stein. Jason Jones put it excellently. Jason Jones of The Athletic that covers the Sacramento Kings, been covering the Kings for years. Uh, He said that Buddy Heald uh, has been working out in Dallas uh, plenty of times, not just this offseason, so it's a comfortable place for him. Of course, Dallas is on the up and up. He has a friend and former teammate in Willie Cauley-Stein there, also uh, Justin Jackson there. But what Jason also included in his tweet is the main point that I want to discuss here. Buddy Heald has no leverage in this situation. He can say he wants out. He can demand a trade. But he just signed a new contract with the Sacramento Kings. So the Kings have control over him. And... I don't know if Monty McNair and the front office want to get rid of Buddy Heald. You know that I would be okay with seeing Buddy Heald leave as long as the Kings were getting decent value in return. I have no problem with Buddy Heald being on another roster. That's not the Sacramento Kings. But you're not going to give away that talent. You're not going to give away a shooter, regardless of how much money he makes. A shooter in the modern NBA, you're not going to let him walk for nothing just because he wants out. Monty McNair and the Sacramento Kings have all of the power here. Buddy Heald has zero leverage. And there's one thing, there's a card that Buddy Heald can't really play because we know it's not who he is. And I use this actually in his advantage. Buddy Heald is not a quitter. Buddy Heald is not going to refuse to play or try and sabotage the team to force his way out of Sacramento. If he's a king, by the start of next season, he will give his all. That is who Buddy Heald is. That is how hard he works. My judgment of his character based off the last few years that I've gotten to know him and covered him and seen how hard he works, I believe absolutely with every fiber of my being that if Buddy Heald remains a Sacramento King, he will continue to play as hard as he possibly can. Buddy Heald is smart enough to know that if he tries to sabotage his way off of the Kings, that looks worse on him than it does for Sacramento. I promise you that is not going to be the case. But Monty McNair has a decision to make. I'm sure he's been mulling over this decision since he got hired. Keep Buddy Heald or move on from Buddy Heald. Does this report change anything? In my opinion, no. If you were going to shop Buddy Heald, you're planning on doing it anyway. This is not going to change that or accelerate that timeline for you. Because again, the Kings still have contractual control over Buddy Heald. And on top of that... 
If you want to wait until the trade deadline, his value may be even higher. I still think that is the more likely scenario and maybe the smart play. I believe Buddy Heald will be on the Sacramento Kings by the start of next season. However, there is a very good chance that a draft night trade could happen, and I personally feel that if a trade is going to happen involving Buddy Heald, it will be on draft night. If Buddy Heald is still a king by the end of draft night, if Buddy Heald makes it to training camp in Sacramento, I would say it's like a 85 to 90% chance that Buddy starts next season as a king. However, moves are being made around the NBA. According to Shams, a deal has been agreed to in principle between the Oklahoma City Thunder and the Phoenix Suns. A lot of movable pieces in this deal. The two main things I'll talk about is that Chris Paul is coming to Phoenix and Oklahoma City is once again getting another first round pick. They have something like 17 first round picks over the next eight or so years. That's crazy. OKC's got about as much draft capital as you could possibly get. As for the Suns, though, not only have they shown Devin Booker, hey, we're serious, we want to keep you around here because we want to win, they got arguably one of the greatest point guards of all time to now join that group that won eight straight games in the Orlando bubble. Now, does this automatically vault the Phoenix Suns into a title contender? No. Are they a playoff team? They should be, unless they are unhealthy. But assuming DeAndre Ayton continues to develop, assuming Devin Booker continues his star power, and assuming Chris Paul is Chris Paul, this team should be top six seed. Experience is everything. And when you're looking at the playoff picture, you're looking at, at least in the Western Conference, if a team's going in, who's coming out? Well, it sounds like the Houston Rockets could be that team dropping out because both James Harden and Russell Westbrook reportedly want out. The Houston Rockets have fallen apart in this short offseason. Mike D'Antoni stepping down and leaving, Daryl Morey gone, now Harden and Westbrook, one out. Oh, and Monty McNair, of course, is here in Sacramento. So it looks like it's an end of an era for the Houston Rockets. Harden apparently prefers Brooklyn or Philadelphia, meaning he wants to go east, which is a great thing for us. And we'll just have to wait and see how this plays out. If you're trading two stars like Harden and Westbrook, and it's easy to say that Harden has more value than Westbrook does, you're expecting a haul in return. It'll be interesting to see if the Rockets want to go young and acquire assets or if they want to try and do a straight-up star swap. Sounds like Kyrie Irving potentially could be involved in the deal. Does Kyrie coming to Houston keep the Rockets in the playoff conversation? Maybe. They're certainly not as good of a team as they were, but I would not be surprised at all to see the Phoenix Suns replace the Rockets in the Western Conference playoffs next season. But that's all to say the road has gotten tougher for your Sacramento Kings. Surprised you shouldn't be. That is just the way it is. And again, a losing season doesn't have to be a terrible thing for the Kings, even though it would suck to sit through, yes, another season of no playoff basketball for Sacramento. But I hope you're used to that by now as a Kings fan. But all jokes aside, a losing season could be very beneficial for the Kings. And a losing season doesn't have to be 20 wins barely or 25 wins. Out of 72 games, the Kings could probably win 32-33, and I expect them to be competitive on a nightly basis. But that's probably not even going to be close to enough to get you into the playoff picture in the West. Although it could be a strange year where the top of the West is really strong and the bottom of the West is weak again. We don't know. Regardless, a lot of good can come from a losing season for the Sacramento Kings, and it all depends on how the Kings approach next season, and we'll find that first step either with a trade over these next couple of days or the draft on Wednesday. What kind of team does McNair want to build? 
What is his timeline? Is he looking to surround De'Aaron Fox with talent and try and win right now? Or give Fox his extension and ensure Fox that within two, three years of that extension being signed, the Kings will be a team with talent around him. Can Marvin Bagley maximize that playing time that he's going to get on a bad team to, one, stay healthy, and two, remind us all why he was a number two overall pick? Will there be enough time to make a decision about Buddy Heald or Bogdan Bogdanovich? So much good can come for Monty McNair, even if this is kind of a lame duck season for the Sacramento Kings overall. And we have the benefit of what most likely will still be an entertaining product to follow, even if the amount of losses are still too high. It's time for me to talk about one of my favorite sponsors here of the Locked on Kings podcast, a product that I enjoy almost every single day. That is Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar ever. The improved Built Bar is even more delicious. You've heard me call it the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. They have 18 amazing flavors like cookies and cream, caramel brownie, carrot cake, coconut almond, raspberry, peanut butter, banana bread, salted caramel, just to name a few. The bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft and they're easy to chew. And on top of being delicious, they're healthy. They're great for the health-conscious guy or girl. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. The bars are low-calorie and low-sugar, but they're high in protein and high in fiber. They're also great for the keto diet. My mom has been on the keto diet for about a year, and I finally got her started on Built Bars. Her favorite bar is the Coconut Almond Bar, 18 grams of protein, 180 calories, 5 grams of sugar, 5 grams of net carbs. Right now, Built Bar has a phenomenal offer going on. If you go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O, and you'll get 20% off of your next order. Again, that's promo code locked on, L O C K E D O N, for 20% off at builtbar.com. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So I hope you have listened to the Locked On NBA Network mock draft that we've been doing. If you haven't, part one was on Wednesday of last week. It goes through tomorrow, the entire first round for you. My pick, pick number 12, happened to be in part two. And there was a little bit of a spoiler there because in the end, I did end up staying at number 12 and uh, making a selection for the Kings with that 12th overall pick before I reveal to you who I did pick. I encourage you to go and actually listen to the show so you can hear it there and then come back here for my analysis. But if you don't want to do that, I'll share with you who I picked in just a second. I will tell you, though, that I worked hard to shop this pick and Buddy Heal to try and find the right deal. Now, what is the right deal? I don't really know. The right deal was going to be something that just presented itself to me. So I had discussions uh, with the Chicago Bulls about trying to take on Otto Porter Jr. Uh, and the number four pick for Buddy Heald and the number 12. Uh, those fell through. I was in conversations with the Indiana Pacers uh, to just do a Buddy Heald for Miles Turner swap, maybe involve Nemanja Bialica and take back Doug McDermott uh, or Justin Holiday. So we had dis- uh, conversations about that. I was offered an interesting deal by the New York Knicks who were at eight and then moved back in the draft. And I think they were trying to move back up to 12. And they offered 
a pair of second rounders, one in the teens and one in the early 20s. I apologize. I don't remember exactly what the picks were, along with Julius Randle for Buddy Heald in number 12. I thought about it. I don't think Julius Randle makes too much sense, even though he is young. So I decided to decline that offer. And I ended up staying at number 12. And with that selection, I was hoping that Devin Vassell was going to be available. Unfortunately, he was picked by the Atlanta Hawks at number 6. So I just waited to see how everything played out before ultimately making the decision to bring Aaron Neesmith, the sharpshooter, to Sacramento. To me, it was a decision between Neesmith and Tyrese Maxey. RJ Hampton, there was a little bit of interest there, but ultimately I ended up going with a sharpshooter for a couple of reasons. One, uh, I just like his overall game. I think he moves very, very well off the ball, and that's something for people to pay attention to. If you're watching these scout packages or highlight packages of Neesmith, first off, Everybody looks good in their highlight package. That's the point of them. So don't just look at the amount of shots that he was making. Look at his movement off the ball and his ability to put himself in positions to help his guards or his bigs when the ball is kicked out. He reads offensive movement very, very well. He patrols the perimeter, put himself in good spots, and ended up shooting at a ridiculously high rate, 54% or something like that from three-point range in that shortened college season. Now, do I expect those numbers at the NBA level? Absolutely freaking not. If he can shoot in the mid-40s, I'm thrilled. And naturally, there was a reaction, not just from fans and listeners, but also from some of the uh, Locked On podcast hosts who are actually hosting the whole mock draft, wondering why I made that decision with both Buddy Heald and Bogdan Bogdanovich still on the roster. Well... Personally, I feel Naismith is capable of playing the three as well as the two. He's not going to be as much of a defensive liability as Buddy Heald is, in my opinion. He has the potential to develop into a fine defender. Is he going to be a phenomenal defender or a great defender? Probably not, but he can be fine, and that's all I need from him there. And I am proceeding with the idea that if I were the general manager of the Kings, I'm trying to move on from Buddy Heald most likely as soon as possible, if not at the trade deadline. The likelihood of Buddy Heald being a King in my world beyond this next season is extremely low. So I like the idea of Naismith filling in for some of that shooting you're losing with Buddy Heald, who also has the potential to be a halfway decent defender. So I went with Aaron Naismith. Your thoughts on that pick. Do you like that pick? Would you have preferred Tyrese Maxey, RJ Hampton? What decision would you have made out of those three at that spot? Or would you have taken that trade that I got offered from the New York Knicks? Let me know. I also got an offer from the Dallas Mavericks. It wasn't too interesting. It was like Seth Curry and a couple of first rounders for number 12. But I personally wanted to stay put to make sure I could secure Neesmith, who I believe the Mavericks were after. So maybe some of you would have taken that trade as well. Let me know at MattGeorgeKHDK on Twitter or email me mgeorge at sacklocalmedia.com. I love this exercise that we do on the Locked On Podcast Network every single year. Even though I've spoiled the Kings pick for you, there's still so much good analysis and good drama for you throughout the entire first round. Make sure you listen to the final part tomorrow before the actual draft itself on Wednesday. But if you're looking for something to do, something to listen to to kill some time over the next couple of days while you kill your boredom and build up to the draft, listen to every single part. Each is an hour long, starting with part one that dropped last Wednesday. You will not be disappointed. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. 
Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We also, this weekend, late yesterday evening, got a tentative schedule for uh, next season. Now, this isn't a schedule specifically to like the games that the Sacramento Kings are going to play, but Woj did tweet out kind of an idea what the NBA calendar from a broad standpoint is going to look like. Opening night on December 22nd, no surprise there. All-Star break that will not have the All-Star game will be uh, from March 5th through the 10th. Uh, May 16th is when the NBA is planning for the regular season to end. May 17th through the 21st will be the actual play-in tournament uh, for the 7 to 10 seeds. Uh, May 22nd uh, will be the first round of the playoffs. June 7th, the conference semifinals. The 22nd of June, the conference finals. And the NBA finals happening from July 8th through the 22nd. Again, that's tentative. Nothing is set in stone there except for, I think, the opening night and maybe the all-star break. But good idea of how this NBA calendar is going to look. A lot of stuff happening in a shortened period of time. Remember, this is a 72-game season that is happening over the course of 130-something days. And to put that into perspective, normally it's an 82-game season over the course of 170-something, nearly 180 days. So we're going to have a lot of back-to-backs, a lot of DNPs, did not play, coach's decision for rest purposes. Don't be surprised at all if uh, the maximum number of games De'Aaron Fox plays next season is in the mid to high 60s because he needs some games off, assuming he doesn't get hurt. Let's hope for that. Same thing with Marvin Bagley and the rest of the Sacramento Kings. It's going to be very different, but it's going to be very fun. And it all starts right now, really, but with the draft on Wednesday. I'm so excited for all the coverage coming to the Locked on Kings podcast. Of course, if anything happens, Kings related or even NBA related, if it's a major story, we're going to discuss it in some capacity here on the Locked on Kings podcast. And now that we're gearing up, it is on you to make sure you are listening and participating in daily Locked on Kings podcast content. Our reports show that the majority of you only listen to about two episodes per week. If we could get that number up to three on average, not only would that do wonders for the Locked on Kings podcast, it would do wonders for your Kings knowledge and overall entertainment. Also, share this Locked on Kings podcast with any Kings fans out there that you know of who are looking for a way to kill time before the start of the season, who are looking for a good source of news and entertainment and updates during the season. If you're new here to Locked on Kings and have never listened during an actual season itself, I get premium access to press conferences, in-person interviews, or at least under normal circumstances, in-person interviews with Sacramento Kings players, connections with some of the best guests and journalists on the planet for Kings basketball and Kings conversation. The Locked on Kings podcast during the regular season is always a blast, and I hope you will join me through this entire abnormal 72-game season that we're about to embark on. 
Keep refreshing those Twitter feeds, and if any news comes out over the next few hours, you can count on maybe even an emergency Locked on Kings podcast if any big deals go down. But of course, we will be back tomorrow if anything happens. Wednesday, we will not have a podcast on the actual draft day itself. That's because I will be hosting a live draft show from 6 to 8 p.m. on Sports 1140 KHDK, the flagship radio station of the Kings in Sacramento. Myself and Jay Mars will be hosting that. The draft will still be going on. It's right after Doug Christie and Jason Ross's show, so please join me for that. And then, of course, on Thursday, we will talk about what the Kings end up doing on draft night in great detail to wrap up the uh, week here of Locked on Kings content. And then, over the weekend, free agency gets going. So buckle up. We're in for some fun. Until next time, my name is Matt George. You have been listening to the Locked on Kings podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. You are Locked On Kings, your daily Sacramento Kings podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.